Our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin. And Edmund. What's up, everybody? Getting this party started today, man. How you yeah, doing? Yeah, on this beautiful Thursday. I'm doing well, man. Beautiful hot Thursday. Yeah. It's hot outside. In August. Can you believe it's August already? Man, I mean, time is flying by so quickly. How long have we been on the air together? It's crazy. What episode is this? I was just talking to somebody about that last to night. To my our episode together, but from the time. Do you remember the first show that we did? I do remember the first show. I do. I do remember the first show. Yep. And that was, like that was in March. That was in March. And we in August already? Yeah. That was in March, man. I remember that because that was when I took a, a step... And, and and flew in a whole nother direction. Which a, leap, a leap of faith. leap of faith, you know, um, and took off and, 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 you know, in a different direction to fly again. Let me tell y'all something real quick. <clears throat> when the spirit leads you to do something. You better follow. So when I met Edmund uh, the first time I interviewed him on the show, he was on the bridge doing, uh, what, what were you doing exactly? No, no wait a minute. Because <laughs> I mean, that, that didn't sound right. But you're going to finish it up. Yeah, but so the, you were doing the, what? that segue in, and we already talking about mental health and stuff. No, and no, health, no, and no, then I'm talking about, oh, no, you no, got, no, no, you're talking about the bridge, and, and I'm, I'm talking about jumping off flying, mm-hmm. and that's a lot going I'm, on. I'm talking about exactly the purpose of what you were there for. The purpose that I was there on the bridge for was for a project that I was working on that I had a deadline that okay. I needed to get done and right. complete. And I knew that I had to get it done that day. And although it was a huge project, I had to do it alone, you know? So I had to pull everything within me in order to go out there and knock it out and get it done. And that was um, mm-hmm. when we, you know, met on the bridge and you saw me and you asked me what I was doing and I it, told you what I was doing. And from there, we just, you know, started conversing on some things and, and, and moved forward. And the thing about it was, well, that what got my attention is that he was doing what he does best in the creative world. And I, I'd never seen that before. The whole display, the way you set it up and the, with the whole bridge and the fashion stuff. Yeah. It was unique to me. I actually thought it was like a, a, a just a full-fledged, just outright photo shoot, which yeah. in a sense it was. Yeah. Um, and I was just impressed with that because you don't get a chance to just walk by and see somebody with a mannequin and fully dressed and all that stuff. So I was impressed with that. So that's how it all got started. But yeah, so we've been, uh, and, and I invited Edmund on the show to talk about his career and the things he was doing. And then one thing led to, I said, oh, you know what, so... We were going to get different different people to do different shows, but we didn't need nobody else. It was working the way we wanted it to work. Yeah. We had some good stuff on here. And I've uh, been pretty creative from that point on. And thank you for that opportunity. I mean, it, it allowed me to create a whole nother element, you know, in my planet. <laughs> I always say opportunity come both ways. When you allow someone, when you give somebody, somebody gives you opportunity the same way. You may not, sometimes people don't look at it like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it was an opportunity for me as well mm-hmm. you know to it because i didn't know anything about the fashion world and the, the energy and then the whole down the earth person that edmund is was like really made it easy and i, I didn't have to go that, through bro. all this uh fame and fortune type thing that you got <laughs> people in atlanta be doing sometimes <laughs> so i didn't have to do that and edmund's a great guy so it was it's been fun it's been a lot it's a lot of fun we always have a lot of fun it really is and we come in here laughing before we ask like come on we ain't, we, we ain't got crunk yet no no so listen, y'all, we're going to have a really good show today. We have four guests instead of three. All right. 
Uh, we have Dr. Hines, Dr. Sewell, Dr. Alexander, and we have a special guest, Tierra Watson. Uh, she is a, um, let's see, how do I put this? She's a counseling, a counseling psychology graduate student. Uh, very Big smart, yeah. very smart young lady, very okay. smart. Okay. Uh, I'm so proud of her. And so this is like me, me being biased because actually we related. All right. But she's really, really smart, pretty girl, um, and, and just got such energy. Now, she uh, seems to be timid if you want to meet her, but she's just like you. people think that you may not talk a lot or mm-hmm. you had the energy. Mm-hmm. But Tierra's the same way. She's like full of energy, full of knowledge, and she's passionate about people. So I wanted her to be on the show because she was talking about um, – mental health on Facebook some weeks ago. And I think it was doing mental health mental health month. Which was last month. Yeah. Which was last month. July. And yeah, July. I think it might have been then when she was but she she she's passionate about educating people about mental health awareness okay. and the different things that are going on. So we were talking about COVID nineteen and how is that affecting a lot of people. Yeah, affecting a lot of people, especially with her being in college. So we wanted to get her perspective on it. Okay. As a college student that has to, you know, still go to class and focus on your work and and the mental impact that it has on people. And, and then she always has a little nuggets on what to do to better help you. So she's not one of those people that'll say, this is a problem. She tries to give you some solutions and I like some that. ideas to okay. come up with. So right, I want her on the show, you know, amongst all these other amazing people. Yeah. So, so we're uh, just adding to the roster. Just adding to the roster. Just adding to the roster. So we got that coming up today. Tierra comes on at 4 or 5. Okay. Uh, but Dr. Alexander starts to sh- kicks the show out first. Uh he is uh, being a few minutes, Dr. Hines, Dr. Seward. Dr. Hines has an interesting show. Did you listen? I, mi- I missed her show today. I missed it as yeah, well. Yeah, I missed her show I had today. intentions on checking it out. Yeah, I, I did too. I'll go back later and listen to it. Because she always has some really good shows, and it's always fun just to tease her about, her, you know, how she does. How she doing. switches over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I want to see what she was talking about today. She's going to highlight us there. And Dr. Sewell is going to talk about uh, a rich, really, she's, she, what she call it? She's calling her show. Um, she's going to talk about, I want to make sure I don't say the wrong thing because she'll say, that ain't what I said I was going to talk about. <laughs> the victim mentality. Okay. The victim mentality. And that's, a, that's something that a lot, people tend to do that sometimes. Even, you know, you could do that to yourself and not realize you're trying to play the victim or something. So she's going to talk about that. And uh, Dr. Alexander is going to talk about the difference between the flu and coronavirus, mm. the flu, no, the flu, and versus coronavirus. Okay, because you know it's flu season, right? Yeah, and a lot of people may end up with right. the flu and think they have corona. You know, you, you see, if you get yeah. the flu, something be like, symptoms may be the same. Okay. Right? Do I have corona? Because yeah. let me tell you, I wake up when I get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Most times, I'm like trying to check my fever just, just cause the paranoia probably of, of, of the whole thing with the coronavirus. Yeah, I want to make sure it's like I ain't got no fever, nothing like what? that. I have a question for you. Mm. As far as your environment, as far as, you know, where you live, sleep, and, and all those things at home, do you do certain things to keep it comfortable for you as well as... Uh-huh, I don't let nobody come to my house. I feel, I feel you on that one. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> I don't let nobody come to my house. Nobody come with them with me. The, keep that energy out of here. Amazon deliver the package to the door. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't have a lot of people. That, okay, so you're saying from a perspective of germs and stuff, I was talking about energy. So the, the the way that people visualize the whole scenario was going on with the with the germs right now, mm. I had already kind of visualized a world like that energy wise. So now it's dealing with two. So it's almost like the way you say the flu in addition to corona mm-hmm. is like energy in in addition to mm-hmm. corona. Also, mm-hmm. that's just my take on it. It's interesting. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, I I um I try to 
I, I hope everybody is definitely at least at a minimum wearing your mask. Yeah. That's that's the best you have right now to work with. Oh, really quickly, I would like to congratulate Miss Kamala Harris for yes. being yes. nominated as VP, first African American female. That's awesome. Black for president. Yes, congratulations. Uh, to be nominated by a party. So I'm really happy about that. And I just want to say something to you all that are listening. Listen, we don't have no other options right now. So don't be calling and talking all this stuff about we. she did this and she did that. That's that's over and done with. Unless you have a second option, this is who we got. So there's no need of talking about the past history of whoever it is. Either you're going to vote. For her, if you if you got complaints to me, at this point, if you complain about her, then you you for the other party because there's nothing you can do about it. Either you vote or you don't. Yeah. That's it. Vote for Biden and then with her in addition to you. <laughs> well, what you mean? No, go ahead. I'm just telling people. I don't want people to be talking about. Well, she did her record in California. It don't matter what it is right now because you don't have a choice but to either vote for her or vote for Trump. What's your option? You don't have no it. other option. Yeah, that's just it. And, and and that's my whole thing I want to say about that. And congratulations to her. So I won't get into that whole soapbox. But anyway, uh, we're gonna go ahead on and are we get doing music far. today or no? Yeah, we're we gonna we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna, have have we're, we're gonna try to slide something in there. But right now we're gonna go ahead on and get the uh, show started. And then uh, by the time we get the show started, we we'll see if we have any any uh, any room for. Uh, okay. If we do songs. cool, if we don't, you know, yeah, there's always of, tomorrow. A lot of information. Yeah. All right, so we'll be right back. This is uh, uh, Alvin. And and uh, this is uh, 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 Edmund. Edmund on the Real <laughs> 1100. We'll be right back.
Just for Pets Wellness Center reminds old-fashioned health listeners and pet owners to never leave pets unattended inside a parked vehicle, not even for a quick errand. Temperatures can rise to dangerous levels fast. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. This is Alvin. And Edmund. Doc, you on the line with us today? I am on the line. How what's we doing today? What's up, Doc? Doing good. How you doing? Hey, hey what's up? <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen. All right, man. How you doing so, today? You know what? I am doing fantastic. Uh, I didn't hear you guys earlier because we were having a little bit of audio uh, problems. And so I was wondering, um, did, did you guys talk about the uh, new vice presidential? Um, I candidate? did. Yes. I, I did. So what do you think? I did. I did. Uh, I did speak about that uh, briefly. What are you? What's your thoughts? Uh, I'm excited. Um, oh, okay. You know, I think she's definitely qualified. Yes. Uh, she's dignified. She's stately. She's intelligent. She um, uh, can roll with the with the big <laughs> boys. Um, she has a lot of great ideas. Uh, she's tough, so you know. I mean, he had he had a slew of those types of candidates. That was the awesome part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't just one. Yeah. So he he had he had his pick, mm-hmm. uh, and um, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm impressed. So, so so Doc, you know what I was telling everybody? You know, this is this is who we have right now. So need to come. You know, just let's just pull together and, and work with what we what we have to work with what's your what do you think about that um well i i, I don't know why anybody would be disappointed yeah Wait. and and there are some people who are saying things about you know biden that are not fair but you know I, I think what's happening is is that they're listening to the rhetoric of donald trump as much as people saying that you know they don't appreciate the things that he say they're saying it because there's no reason why not to get behind this man i mean he stood behind one of the greatest presidents of, 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 of not only our day, probably all time, you know, right, one of the right. smartest presidents ever, um, you know, and, and he stood back and gave the support where he needed it. Uh, and he learned a lot in that role, you know, but he was already seasoned himself. Yep. So now he's bringing that to the table. And for whatever reason, um, you know, I, I think people have gotten used to, um, this this bully kind of mentality, even mm-hmm. though they don't like it, I think they've gotten used to it. Right. And we have to correct that because that's not how we want our kids to grow up. We don't want them to grow up like like Donald Trump. That's right. You're really right, Doc. You're yeah. Right. So we need we need a change, and so this is the man to do it. And I, and I think we need to get behind him. Okay. All right. So enough for the politics. You got some great information for us. I was talking. So I sent Doc this topic. I said, let's talk about flu versus coronavirus because if you're like me you're paranoid as soon as you sneeze you'll be like okay a runny nose you'll be like okay what's 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 going on so doc what's your thoughts man well you know my thoughts is this this show is dedicated to elvin because elvin told me to, to talk about this <laughs> but you know what um the more i got into it elvin uh and started thinking about it you know i've talked about it before but just briefly uh, but you made me think about it in a different way um it, it is a necessary topic because um People need to know that there's two different elements out there, and I, I and really and truly, if you get it, you don't really care to, to a, a great extent, but you probably should, because um, the flu 
gives you symptoms that are a little milder in some ways. In some ways, it has a very fast onset, mm-hmm. comes on abruptly. Now, you get a few different things. You know, for the most part, you get real high fever fast with the flu. COVID, COVID kind of creeps up on you. And as your fever starts to increase, you're getting sicker and sicker. Uh, and so you may get a mild temperature. And so you have to be aware that if I have a mild temperature, I could have COVID and right. it could get worse. Uh, with the flu, it's going to come on really quickly. Uh, the, the body aches, again, they kind of creep up with COVID. But when you get the flu, it's just all of a sudden you're just down, boom. You know, you just achy all over. You know, you were doing well and you just achy all over. And um, it, it kind of hits you all at one time. So uh, it's cough, right? Now, cough can be with both of them because they both cause respiratory illness. Okay. Now, when you're talking about the flu, you're talking about an influenza virus, and there's two of them. And the reason I bring that up is that the one that usually causes pandemic with the flu is type A, whatever reason. I'm not going to say it's worse than type B, okay, mm-hmm. or, or B is worse than A. I'm not going to say that because if you get sick, you're going to have most of the same symptoms, whether you have A or B. Right. Uh, I've seen people who had A and B together. Mm. Yeah, and they're, you know, they're pretty ill. I've also seen people get A, say, maybe in November or so, and then in January they turn around and get B. So uh, the fact that you've, you've gotten one of them doesn't mean that you get immunity to the other. And that's one of the difficulties that we have in making vaccines. Mm. You get a flu vaccine you won't have immunity to COVID. And quite frankly, there's a lot of information out there right now that uh, this this vaccine that they're even getting for COVID uh, is going to have a few few challenges. One is, okay, we're making it very fast, but, you know, so we want to make sure that it's safe. But outside of that, if we say that it's safe, it may only last about 90 days, where at least the flu vaccine tends to last the entire season. So it lasts at least four or five months. But it doesn't tend to give you immunity the next year. Um, you, you may get some uh, immunity because you've had so many flus in the past or been exposed to them. But um, as far as the flu shot is concerned, they make it to a different strain each year. So even though you have, you have types and then you have strains, so you have type A and type B, but there can be different strains each season. So the fact that you've got one type A this year, you could get another type A next year. Oh, Okay. Right. So now the big thing, you know, that we have to, to, to worry about is that, you know, how many people get death from this? And with influenza, not as many people die from the flu, about less than 1%, somewhere around 1%. With COVID, we're sitting at about 3.4%. And as you know, that if you're talking about people of color, minorities, right, right. Uh, then that percentage is much, much higher. It can be of the cases of people who get it. Um, you can actually uh, be, you know, 50% of the, the, the cases that, that die. So we have to be careful um, that we take care of ourselves. The other thing about the vaccine that seems to be very interesting is that, and this is for both the flu vaccine and for COVID, you don't hear this in the news. You don't hear medical people talking about it on television. But if you are obese, you will have a considerable less ability to be able to make antibodies based on the vaccine. Uh, and it, it, This is for sure for flu. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, absolutely, we know that it's already been tested, and they're already considering probably the same thing for COVID. So it would behoove you that if you are overweight 
to try and start now to lose some weight, get yourself in shape, take care of yourself, because just being obese, and obesity now is a disease. Right. It, it is not, it's no longer just, you know, you have high blood pressure and you're overweight. You have diabetes and you're overweight. No. Diabetes is a disease. Hypertension is a disease. Liver disease is a disease. Obesity is a disease because of all the things that come with it. And one of the things that happens with obesity is you cannot mount an immune response, even with vaccines, same way that people who are smaller. Why is that, Doc? Uh, I don't know that anybody's been able to figure that out. I mean, we do know that um, a lot of people that are overweight probably, this is, this is just all conjecture, but, but we know that a lot of people who are overweight are actually suffering from malnutrition. Okay. All right? And, you know, we think of malnutrition as we, we see the kids on television that, you know, we're going to give, you know, $2 a day or 50 cents a day and, you know, to feed them and half their family. And we think of that as being malnutrition. That's not the case. You can actually be very, very large, and if you eat a lot of starches, you eat a lot of fast food, you're eating foods that don't have a lot of nutrition, you can actually have vitamin deficiencies. And, you know, on your program we have spoken quite often about if you are going to try and get yourself together for, we've been talking about COVID, but let's talk about flu, any type of viral infection, any kind of bacterial infection, but for sure viral infections, things that cause pneumonia, things that cause heart disease, like viral infections cause heart disease, such as COVID, causing myocarditis, even in athletes. Athletes are getting myocarditis, meaning that it's an inflammation of the heart, and those problems can plague you for the rest of your life. They've got, they've got one of the reasons that the, um, the football is, is being, they're considering canceling football, is that five football players have got myocarditis. And what yeah, is that again? Yeah, I was about to ask, what is that? <clears throat> Myocarditis, my, myo meaning muscle, mm-hmm. cardi means the heart. So the muscle of the heart is getting infected by the virus. Mm. It's causing inflammation, and it's destroying the heart tissue. And mm. it is causing permanent problems for young people. So now so I get it why the football teams are really thinking about not playing. Right. So it's not just a matter of the guys getting it and getting some, you know, muscle aches and spreading, you know, COVID and that kind of stuff. It's, it's also that they're getting some permanent disease. You know, we also know that young people get strokes. We haven't seen any of the football players get it, but we have seen other people who were young, healthy, uh, get strokes after uh, they were actually getting better from COVID. So uh, it is something to consider. Uh, the other thing about flu and COVID is that it seems like the children are really the vehicles to spread this illness. And we talked last week about the fact that when you put, you know, kids back into close quarters during the during whatever season it is, because we had the camp that had to close down in Georgia because all these kids back went back to, uh, they went to the camp, they started getting COVID, and, and of a 200-and-something campers that was there, uh, I think it was close to 150 or so, mm. got COVID, Okay. So it doesn't matter whether it's warm weather or cold weather. It, it matters when you're in a herd mentality right. when you're all together, and then you're going to spread this illness. So as we put these kids on the buses, as we put them back into the schools where the teachers are in these close quarters, they are now the vehicles. Um, if it does not uh, make them very, very ill, they're the vehicles to spread it. Wow. Uh, one of the things about the flu is that it spreads 
um, for about three to five days when somebody has no symptoms. COVID is about 24 to 48 hours is what they said, but I don't know. They're all over the place. They're trying to figure out if it's longer than that, if people can be permanent carriers and that kind of thing. But right now, you know, the, um, the consensus is that you can be asymptomatic for three to five days, and then if you become sick, then, of course, you are even more infective for both of those. So can you have can you have the flu and COVID at the same time? Whoa, excellent question. Absolutely. You know, if you can get <clears throat> two types of, of flu together, A and B, mm-hmm. you could definitely get uh, a flu and COVID together. You could you could potentially get flu A, B, and COVID. You know, and, and let's let's talk about it a little bit. COVID actually has about nine different strains out there, maybe more now, but there's about nine different strains worldwide. So you could have somebody come in from out of town or what have you, give you another strain of COVID. You could have two strains of COVID and, and two strains of flu. Wow. Now you don't you don't hear that on the news reports. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to uh, what you, do, you have to be careful. I wonder what that look like if a person has the flu and COVID at the same time. I mean, can you because the symptoms seem like the symptoms would be pretty much the same once you you know what I'm saying? Is it is it possible you can have because with the flu you have body aches and fever? How would you be able to tell which one is doing you in the most? Uh, you know what? And, and you're breaking up really badly, but I, I think I heard the question. Um, and for your listeners, if, if they couldn't hear you, I, I believe the question is um, the symptoms that you would have if you had both flu and COVID. How would you know which ones you have? Basically. You know, we'd have to test you, and that's what we do in the in the offices. When you come in and we test you for flu, uh, we test you for both flu A types A and B when you come in with the same kits that we have, and it will tell us whether you have flu A or B or both. Um, when you come in for <laughs> COVID, um, what they would do is they check you for COVID, and, and now they have these rapid tests. Some of the offices have rapid tests, and they check you for the flu, and you can tell whether you have one, two, or three. Um you know, people get really scared. I mean, COVID is a lot more devastating to the uh, human body, and it seems to have more deaths associated with it, and it seems to have more uh, permanent problems or um, life-threatening problems than the flu. But if you are not in shape, if you have respiratory disease, if you have diabetes, hypertension, if you have any of those things, we call those uh, comorbid. You'll, you'll hear that term in the news, so that's what it means to have comorbid conditions means that you have something else high blood pressure diabetes whatever going along with uh the fact that you get the um those are your comorbid conditions and so it makes you at higher risk to get a viral infection whether it's flu or whether it's COVID 19. wow that's i um, man i would not yeah. want both i don't want either one of them i don't like taking the flu shot or anything for that matter so Doc, with yeah. with all that's going on, and I know you say obesity is a huge factor <clears throat> with the COVID nineteen. Uh, what would you recommend some of the listeners do to kind of help lose some of the weight, or you know, during this time? Because I mean, as I don't think there's much of going to the gym and places like that. So, you know, what would you recommend that could help and assist in this um, process of them, you know, losing a few pounds? You know what? I wish I could have heard you on that one. Um, that one broke up so badly, I, I couldn't I, make out. I uh, think what. what can you can you hear me? I can hear you a little better. Okay, I don't know. It might be the connection. So yeah. there you go. That's uh, better now. Okay, yeah. Uh, 
he was he was just he was just asking you know what would be the best option to make people uh, I guess since we're about running out of time but he was actually for a diet plan for the <laughs> we'll we'll say that for next week how about yeah, that he was what, about the diet yeah I was plan. just asking you know uh, what would you recommend well, let me tell you one I'll tell you one thing to get okay. okay you know we always talk about vitamin D make sure you got your vitamin D make sure you got your uh, your zinc on board um, uh, your vitamin C three times a day two thousand milligrams three times a day okay and your magnesium so mm-hmm. so that's those are my go to. But if, if I was going to add anything else and say, you know what, this would be a superfood that, that you need to start with, I would tell people to start taking CMOS every day. Mm, I hear about CMOS. Right. And we've talked about that before. But CMOS, yeah. you know, we forget about these things. So maybe we need to have a recap next week yes, of some of the things that people need to do uh, because they forget. And uh, you, you can't be lazy about this because as the kids go back to school, the infection rate is going to begin to increase, and that's when we're going to see the real second wave, and then we'll know what we're in for. Wow. Well, Doc, thank you so very much. I appreciate you calling in. Looking forward to next week. Thanks, Doc. And we already know off the rip. I know we're going to Can't talk hear about you guys, but I'm going to sign. Thank you very much. Okay, Love Doc. you guys as usual. Talk to you next week. Let's get a topic, and then we'll talk about uh, a recap All right, for, the, Doc. for the year. Be safe. Thanks, Take Doc. care. Pre- all right, y'all. That was Doctor Alexander calling. It sounded like we might have had a bad connection. Yeah. There. But I had some of the listeners sending me messages, and they were able to hear. Okay. <clears throat> so he might maybe have just, his phone is yeah. area or something like that. Yeah, it might have been a bad connection. So um, anyway, yeah, that whole flu and COVID at the nineteen at COVID nineteen at the same time seemed like it'd be a little scary. A lot don't of scary. No, no, if I do that. Anyway, we're going to take a, a quick commercial break and then we'll come back. We'll have Dr. Hines. All right. This is Alvin and Edmund on The Real 1100. Just for Pets Wellness Center reminds old fashioned health listeners and pet owners to never leave pets unattended inside a parked vehicle, not even for a quick errand. Temperatures can rise to dangerous levels fast. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 
All right, y'all, we're back. Are we still having technical difficulties over there? So if anybody's able to hear us right now, I think you can hear us on uh, hear us out there in the, on the app, but we're having some phone system issues right now. Uh, don't know what it is, but anyway, so we're going to keep rolling, and uh, hopefully we're waiting on Dr. Hines to call back in. I believe, I believe she's on the line. Doc? Okay, so I don't think we got Dr. Hines on the line, but... If you can hear us, we are having some technical difficulties with the phone lines and stuff. And uh, we're going to go back to break for another minute, play you another song, and we'll be um, right back. Probably going to play uh, my my favorite. Okay. You know I got a favorite. You, you say you have a favorite? I have okay. a favorite. All right. I have a favorite. Okay, give us give him one second, and and during that second, I think of uh, a song that I would, I would want to hear. Today. But let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. This whole What's thing, how, how paranoid are you about the COVID thing? Are you, are you like, kind of really paranoid about it? Um, let me, well, yes, and I'm not going to say no, only because I think that everybody needs to be cautious and safe as they can be, can be mm-hmm. with the information that we have, you know, so I don't want to say, you know, do this and do that. You know, only thing we can do is what we're being told to do and also use as much common sense as possible Mm -hmm. if that means you know distancing yourself from people that may have a call for a sneeze or 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 whatever it may be Mm -hmm. in addition to wearing a mask in addition to the information that the doctors provide us with every week as far as trying to eat a little bit better trying to drink you know water and and not do um certain things do we have doc on the line now doc we got you on the line hello we hear you doc can you hear can you hear us us, doc hello i think we're still having some issues yeah, I'm, but you know, um, just I'm thinking, you know, trying to wash your hands consistently. I know there was some issues with the Doc, hand sanitizer. Can you hear us? No, no, I said uh, so. Yeah, okay, go ahead. And just you know, trying to use as much common sense, you know, on this matter as we can, and um, still try to live and take it day by day, like we you know say by and by and day and day, and just you know try to do what we can, you know, each day. That's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I try not to be paranoid about it, mm-hmm. but there are some people that. Are, that are, Doc, you hear us? Doc. No, I don't think she can. I hear. We heard her, but she can't. Yeah. Hear us. What were you saying? Follow yeah. Up? So anyway, we're gonna we're gonna take a break and uh, go back, go to a song, and we'll be right back. I'm gonna try to reach Doc. I think we have some technical issues. Okay.
All right, y'all. Doc, we're trying to see if we get. Did we get you this time? Hey, it's me. How you doing? All hey, right, Doc. Doc. Can you hear us clear, though? Uh, say again? Are you able to hear us clear? Yes, I can hear you. Great. Okay, all right. Great. So I know we just can cut into some of your time because we got other guests back to back. Oh, I'm so sorry, but That's tell us what. Tell no us problem. what your show was about today, because I had planned on really having fun with you today. But since we missed your, I missed your show. I wasn't able to just catch the bougie-ish part of it, and the, <laughs> you know. So just fill us in a little bit, please. Wow! See, <laughs> see, but you managed, even though you didn't listen, you still managed to get in a dig. See, you know, you uh, but, but I want people to know. I'm telling y'all, Doc. I, I really like Doctor Hine doing this show. Doc, it's, it you you I I love when you do your show because because you. It's great. That's why I mess with you all the time because you do such a good job. And for somebody Thank that had never done right. radio before, and you're like, "Oh, I don't know how I'm gonna do." You did. You're doing wonderful. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing wonderful. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, and and that just goes to show the power of just saying yes to something. That's because all you do. I had I had never been on the radio before. I had no ambition to be on the radio, and just said, "You know what? I'll just give this a try and see how it goes." And I am having a ball. I am enjoying myself, and I hope. The people that are listening are enjoying and they are getting something out of it. Um, and, you know, if we're saving some lives by giving some people some information, then that is just what that's just the blessing in it. And that's what it's all about. And today we had a um, a second survivor um, on our show, um, Miss Dorsha Simmons, who mm-hmm. talked about her experience with having a pulmonary embolism or a PE, as it's called, um, which in, I guess, in layman's terms would be. A blood clot on the lungs mm. um, and so this happened to her about five years ago I'm sorry about three years ago she said um, that she had had surgery which having surgery is one of the risk factors for having this um, and she describes her her experience which was completely atypical from what the textbook teaches us to look for um, but she kept having this symptom and she was very persistent um, and listening to what she calls a little God voice that was telling her that there was something wrong. Um, and and she eventually is, um, you know, was diagnosed, treated, and has been doing well for the past two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so what a pulmonary embolism is, is usually a blood clot will develop in the legs, um, and there are risk factors for that. Um, so if you have uh, cancer, um, if you smoke, if you're on estrogen medications, notably birth control, mm-hmm. um, if you have um, some genetic predisposition to having blood clots, um, if you have a um, period of time where you are not able to move for people that are bed-bound or people that take long trips. And I shared the story about Heavy D, the, the iconic rapper, mm-hmm. um, because that is what he died from. Um, so he took a trip, um, he was, had been in London, took a flight from London to LA, which is about 11 hours. Um, so that's where the prolonged, what we call prolonged immobilization, where you're just not up and as active as you normally would be. Um, and you know, plane landed, he was fine. And then a couple of days later within that, that week following, he collapsed and died. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and it happens just that innocently. Um, you know, where people just don't know. Obesity, of course, is one of the um, factors. And bringing it to current times, COVID-19 is a, is a risk factor as well, um, because we have seen COVID-19 causing um, the blood clots that cause strokes, causing heart attacks, and now we see it uh, playing out into the lung as well. 
um, with the vasculature. Um, and when I had my nephrologist friend on, we talked about the kidney manifestations with that having to do with the blood vessels mm-hmm. um, as well. So, you know, so COVID-19 is now, you know, peeking its head into, into that arena as well. And so this blood clot will, will break free from the legs usually, travel to the lung, and it interrupts the blood supply to that bit of, of lung tissue. Now, depending upon how big this blood clot can be, will show you how devastating the effect can be um, because these clots can be large enough to cause sudden death mm. and cardiac arrest, mm. um, even. Or they could be very, very small and just cause the shortness of breath, which is the most common symptom that we see with it. can also cause chest pain and cough. Those are the top three symptoms that we see. So, you know, when someone presents with these symptoms, we always think about that. But, of course, you know, we take their risk factors um, into account as well. And so I was sharing with um, with the listeners from what Ms. Simmons was telling us is that, you know, like I said, she had had her surgery. She had gone her two weeks where she was at the highest risk to have this, had went back to see her doctor, had gotten a clean bill of health and felt fine. And then a few days later, she describes this chest pain sensation that she says felt like a balloon expanding inside her chest mm. where, where she couldn't take a good deep breath in. And she had this incredible pain. Um, and so then she developed a fever. She called her doctor back and, you know, they told her that they didn't think that this was anything more than something viral Um, because she was out of her her window where she was at the highest risk, right? Mm -hmm. And um, But she pursued it further and subsequently found out that she had this pulmonary embolism. She had a blood clot. Um, And so, you know, that's why, you know, one of the things that I stressed during the show about how tremendously important it is to, one, know what your risk factors are, and two, listen to your body when something is wrong, um, and three, when you present yourself to an emergency room or an urgent care or wherever, to be somewhat persistent, not in a rude way, but to be persistent about what you're experiencing and, you know, and get that full workup. Um, because for Ms. Simmons and for a lot of people, I imagine, had she gone home, because when she went to the urgent care, they told her, you know, that they didn't see anything that explained why she was having the symptoms that she was having. And she said, you know, at that point, I just wanted to go home and rest because I was hurting. But again, that little voice came to her and said, you know what? And the doctor also said, you know, go to the emergency room and get this checked out just in case. Mm. And And she said that she wanted to go home, but she listened to that little voice telling her, yeah, go ahead and go to the emergency room. And thank God that she did, because if she hadn't, who knows what would have happened mm-hmm. had she just gone home? She might not be here today to tell this story. So, so does it? Blood clogs don't necessarily have to have a age factor with it, right? So they don't have an age factor. However, they are more common the older we get. Okay. Um, men and women are equally affected. Okay. And um, yearly, about five hundred thousand people have. Well, the combination DVT or D vein thrombosis, which is the clot in the leg, and pulmonary embolism. What does that stem and, from? I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry. No, I was just asking what what does that stem from? Where does the blood blood clots stem from? Like where do they? So usually it's it's because the blood isn't allowed to circulate as well. So take for example, heavy D. You're on an 11 hour plane trip. Chances are you slept a good little bit of that, so you aren't up and moving around as you normally would be. So, so it has nothing really to do with like major health issues. It's just like uh, blood circulating or not circulating for a large uh, point of time. That's one of the risk factors. Okay. Now, of course, if you do have major health issues that that impact your mobility, um, then of course, then that does play into a risk factor. You know, it does become a risk factor for you. Um, and then sometimes there's what we call idiopathic, which is just a fancy word for we don't know why this happened to you, but it happened. <laughs> what is it? It's called what? Doc? She's an idiopathic. Right. <laughs> it's called idiopathic, and that that's you know that means we don't really know. And that was the thing with Miss Simmons, um, because she was outside of her window of risk from her surgery, because the surgery was her would have been her risk factor if I looked at her whole history because she didn't have any medical problems or anything like that. Mm -hmm. She is a healthy weight and an active woman. Um, so she didn't have any of the typical risk factors. And like I said, she had been outside of that window that we look at when we're really looking for people to develop these clots. So technically, she didn't really have any risk factors, right? Okay. Um, so hers happened because it just happened. Okay. Um, and, and that's when we call it, when we can kind of check that box of idiopathic. Right. And, you know, that just means that we don't know why it happened. Well, Doc, I'm not going to keep you on long because we, we, I would That's okay. I know I you got to get on to your next guest. I and I thank you for your time. Yeah, our technical difficulty is the one to mess, mess you up. So I'm sorry. It's about okay. That. It's quite all right. These things happen and we roll with it, but there's always next week. Now listen that you've been so so radio savvy. <laughs> you hear it? I know. <laughs> so radio savvy. <laughs> Tune in next week and listen. <laughs> These things well, happen. Well, what else am I gonna do? Just pitch a fit yeah, about it. Exactly. You know, you know how to roll with that. it now, don't you, Doc? Doc, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, y'all have a great week. You too, you have too a good Doc. One. Thanks a lot. Safe be blessed. Bye. Bye bye. I'm going to tell y'all, y'all need to tune in to Dr. Hines' show. She has a really good show. really yes. does. So, I mean, we're rolling back to back. Now we have Dr. Sewell up next. Doc, can you hear me? Doc, you there? Hello. I am. All right. How you doing? Hello. Hey, Doc. What's going on? Nothing much. How are you guys doing? We're doing, doing well. great. Doing we're well. doing great. I think you picked a great topic. Um, so you got like 10 minutes to just let it roll. And let me tell you, Doc, I always try to preference herself. So uh, let me just ask you, is Donna here today or Dr. Sewell is here? <laughs> it may it may vacillate a little bit, but I'll try to make it mostly um, Dr. Sewell. You lucked out because, you know, I talked to you this morning and told you I was going to talk about your, your folks and their voting. Yeah. But you lucked out. <laughs> Say that. Okay. All right. All right. Give so, what what I, so what I want to talk about, <laughs> what I want to talk about really quickly is uh, the, the victim mentality. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to talk about that because we see it a lot, particularly when we're dealing with people who are addicted to um, drugs or alcohol. But we also see it with people who have been uh, traumatized quite a bit, or they've had a lot of bad uh, experiences. And, and please understand those things that I just stated. They're not uh, mutually exclusive. You can have both of those, you know, the trauma as well as the addiction. So anyway... Here's, here's um, and another reason I wanted to talk about this, so I am going to throw this in here a little bit, Ms. Mr. Watson, is that 
when I started talking about these things, and one of the things that I think you guys will realize and make it parallel to is a lot of what minorities go through and a lot of what is going on right now. And it also kind of falls in line with some things about why some of us don't want to go out and vote right now. Okay. 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 Um, so, <clears throat> most of this information I pulled, some of course will be, you know, my, from my experience. But in the, for the sake of time, a lot of this information I pulled from an article on Healthline.com by Crystal Raypole, and it's called How to Identify and Deal with a Victim Mentality. Okay? okay. All right. So there are three key beliefs of, the, of, of a person with a victim mentality, and th- those beliefs are this. Bad things happen and will continue to happen. The second one is other people or, or circumstances are to blame. Never any accountability. Other mm-hmm. people or circumstances are to blame. And the third key belief, any efforts to create change will fail. So there's no point in trying. Wow. Okay? Any efforts to create change will fail. So there's no point in trying. So let's look at this victim mentality. What does it look like? It looks like a lack of accountability. So I'm going to make excuses for why things happen when they happen, and so I can never say to myself, and sometimes I can't even imagine, what could I have done differently for a different outcome? Mm -hmm. Because, see, everything that happens is not necessarily out of our control. Sometimes we, um, sometimes we, our mindset and sometimes our behavior allows us to make certain, certain decisions or lends itself to us making certain decisions, and it places us in certain situations. Okay, but when you're dealing with someone who has a victim mentality, and this, this is Dr. Stuhl speaking, when you're dealing with someone who has a victim mentality, one of the things to notice about some of these, um, about some of those individuals is that they like to, um, the word I like to use is they like to be terminally unique. Because some people use victimization <laughs> for power mm-hmm. temporarily. Now, let me tell you how that works really quickly. So, uh, so terminal uniqueness is this. Something happens to you that's, that's, that's a trauma uh, or that's just not good. may not be a trauma, but it's not good. Somebody tries to come and help you, and you say, you know what, that doesn't help. Another person tries to help you or provide information to you. That doesn't help. So what happens is that person who's using this for gain, who's using it for gain, not the person who really feels like a victim, but the person who's using it from, for, for gain sees it's some type of power in this because I'm getting attention and everybody's trying to help me. Right. Everybody's trying to help me. I don't have to be accountable for anything. I'm powerless in this situation, or that's the way they perceive me. So at this point, then all I have to do is go sit in the corner and not say anything and say, nobody can really help me. Nobody really understands. And so I can, allow, I can continue to get away with things as opposed to saying, what can I do to change this mm-hmm. situation? The problem with that is that at some point, the people around you that are trying to help you are going to throw their hands up and say, I love you, but I, I'm tired of you. So when you decide to come pull, pull yourself up, then we'll come and help you. Right. Okay? Right. And then you'll get upset. Now, flipping back to the article, the other piece, so what does it look like? Lack of accountability. The other, a sense of powerlessness. A sense of powerlessness because a person who truly feels like a victim in many instances, there are circumstances that are out of their control. Mm-hmm. And so they do feel like, what's the, what's the sense of me doing this? I just keep getting disappointed. So why should I continue to do this? Negative self-talk and self-sabotage. So when things look good or it may be some benefit to it, you know what? And all of us have seen people like this. They will throw a monkey wrench in it. Mm-hmm. 
so that because you know what is more comfortable going with what you know. It's like being in a bad relationship or relationship you've stayed in too long. You know you need to get out of it. But you know what? I know how this person is going to act a fool. Um, so I don't want to have to find a new person and figure out how they're going to act a fool. Mm. Okay? So lack of self-confidence is another one. Because if a person has been continuously victimized, then you know what? More than likely they've heard a lot of things that are negative about them, and it impacts their self-confidence. If I've continued to try to pull myself up or to move ahead, try to do things the right way, and I continuously get pulled back, you know how they say I take two steps forward and one step back? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's two steps forward and three steps back. Then at some point I may start internalizing that and feeling like I'm doing something wrong. Um, Frustration, anger, and resentment. We're seeing a lot of that now. Mm -hmm. Frustration, anger, and resentment. So... How, how long do I have to continuously try to do things and do, do what I think is right, not harm anyone else, follow the rules and regulations and guidelines, and still I feel like the world is against me mm-hmm. because I cannot move forward. Right. You avoid responsibility, and you get to the point that you do not seek possible solutions. Many times the origin of the victim mentality comes from codependency. You know, I talked about that on a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, betrayal. And, and just down outright manipulation from another person. So if you know someone like this, then what can you do? One of the things you can do is try to stop. What you want to do is give them words of encouragement. That's the first thing if you know what they've been going through. The other piece is if you see that they may be genuinely trying to pull themselves out of this type of mentality, not only do you give them encouragement, but one of the things you can do is say, you know what, hey, you're not a victim. Have them stop labeling themselves. Have them stop with the negative self-talk and say some things to them that are positive and say, you know what, you have a lot of determination. You know mm-hmm. why? Because no matter how much you get knocked down, you keep trying. You keep getting up. Yep. You have a lot of determination. You have endurance. You have intelligence. You have resilience. So try to in- not just encourage that person, but if you're going to label yourself, label yourself something positive. Redirect your thought process and in- how you see things. Try to help them see, if you can, what some of the positives are there. If the person themselves has a victim mentality and they're trying to pull themselves out of it, of course, one of the things you want to do is look at, you know, going to therapy. And you also want to sit down and start thinking to yourself, when did I start thinking like this? Mm. So that you can pinpoint the event or the, the, the events that have transpired to make you feel that way. What you don't want to do, yes, you have a sense of powerlessness. And you know what? The other piece is you're allowing something or someone else to have power over you and not move forward when you're not that person. All of us have something that we can contribute to society and to someone else. So that is that. I tried to knock it out in 10 minutes. And For those of us who are suffering from a victim mentality, come give me my 30 seconds. Please go out and vote so, <laughs> so that you know that you can change some things. Please. Oh, yes. Exactly. Being Doc, Great thank information. You, so much. you know what? The next week when you call, I want you to talk about voting and, and, and the psychological impact. That's your topic for next week. Wow, thank you. We'll cool. do. All right. All right, y'all. <laughs> All right, Doc. All right, All right. You guys have a good one, okay? You too. Be you safe. Be blessed. We'll be back. You are tuned into WWE Peakville. AM 1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies.
rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at smartplexatl.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. All right, y'all, we're back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. When we go on break, y'all, sometimes we be in here laughing, cutting up. But anyway, that was a good, that was good, Dr. Seward, Dr. Alexander, Dr. Hines. Thank you so much. And we got our next caller that we'll be calling here shortly, T. Aaron Watson. And we want to hear from the student standpoint of just how COVID-19 is uh, actually impacting them. Because I can imagine being, just imagine how the high school kids or just the kids in general for regular elementary school, high school, how they feeling that they can't get back to what they consider their normal. No, yeah. And I, I hope the people and the parents, I know they're dealing with a lot of that to try to figure out because their kids are not used to being there in the house, not even not in the house. They can't even go to the mall. There's nothing for them to do hardly other than just be around the house and yeah. go outside. I mean, that's, that's a lot to deal with. So you've got to find different ways to occupy your time every to day. To entertain them. Yeah. And then the, the, the kids are trying to find a way to entertain themselves, and the parents are trying to find a way to entertain, entertain the themselves. kids. And, and, and themselves. Entertain themselves. That's, that's, and a, everything that's, else. that's a lot of impact. Yeah, and the stress of life itself and everything mm -hmm. else that's taking place. That's that's definitely a lot to do. Because, you know, with. just for the human, just for the human, just for the adults, you know, we used to just freely go into the movies and go into the stores, to the yeah. mall, and we don't have that right now. It, it's like COVID-19 has changed a lot about the life as we're dealing with it right now. I don't think our call is called in yet, right, engineer? Okay, yeah. But you, st you still have you still have other options, though. I mean, I, I, I'm just saying. I, I, I hear you, and I'm not discounting or knocking You talking about us? You talking about in general us, or are you talking about the, the high school kids? And the, cause it, it, everybody. I mean, those that are able to, you know, that are in a, a, a healthy situation or state of mind or whatever it be that, you know, you can do something. I mean... So I think all we could do is just like try to give them some type of suggestion or give them some type of entertainment because who's, I can't imagine. I'm talking about we, we I said we <laughs> okay. on the radio or entertainment at all. Yeah. It's the only thing that, that we can give to them. And that's why you we know? look forward. Like we are really excited each Thursday and Friday to get here and, and put good energy out and hopefully it does something for the listeners, right. even for this just small amount of time to get them in a place to where they just kind of like for a second, just get a little break of yeah. what's going on it's, in it's the world. Hard. You know? It's, yeah. Because I don't even imagine just, well, me imagine how I just had a free life to go. If I want to go to the movies, I can go to the movies. I want to go out to eat, you can go out to eat. You can't do any of that now. People you, got, that you, you, you have a I, television I, at home and I, cable and everything else. But it ain't about me. I'm talking about the world. Oh, the that, other, okay. Yeah, All right. Okay. We, other about, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They just yeah, can't. Yeah. What's, norm, what's norm to, maybe you and I, we work a lot. Yeah. So it's like we hadn't missed a beat. Yeah. And other people that have a life of going to school every day have yeah. have a routine. The routine is disrupted it's, now. It's been changed. It's been changed, it's and, been, it's, and yeah. it's changed for even us coming to the coming to the station. The traffic yeah. is usually like before. Now I would be trying to get here because traffic is. But yeah. now it's like traffic is nothing. And when you see more than two or three cars on the road, you're like, "Where y'all going?" Uh, you know, this like why, day, why but... you on the road? <laughs> you know, so it's it's gotten to the point where. I wouldn't mind a little traffic right about now. But you know what has, has just not stopped? Yeah, Jerry said no. Construction in the city has not stopped. 
And no, it hasn't. It has. But but you know what? Do you know what did stop? That bothered me today. I What's saw that? in Douglasville. They're not. They having a delay on picking up trash. In Douglasville. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they're not picking up the trash in Douglasville. Some uh, there was a an outbreak of COVID nineteen, and uh, so they are not actually picking up the trash in Douglasville for for a couple of days. So can you imagine? And they said the trash is already overrun. Wow, Douglasville is is more of a. What type of him? My engineer is just the best. What he he always he got, he got it together. Okay, just, so we he, have to he, you know, we've been on the line. We've been doing this for long together. Yeah. I could, we could talk without saying anything. Good and he's, he's just clowning over there. All, All right, right y'all. I believe we have our caller on the line, Miss Tierra Watson. You there? Hello. How Hello, are Tierra. you? I'm good. How are y'all? Doing well. Doing really, well. really good. Really good. Thank you so much for calling in. And thank you for being a part of the show. You know, you got a, a large uh, database of fans listening to you right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> you already no know, problem. right? Thank you for offering me a chance to come on. Anytime, anytime. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just happy that you did decide to uh, call. Tierra did this uh, Facebook post. How long ago was it? Was it during Mental Health Month? Uh, yeah, I think it was in May. In May, okay. And uh, I saw the post. I was like, oh wow, she's passionate about trying. She really wants to try to make a difference as well. So I was awesome. like, you got to call into the station. We want to hear what you got to say. You know, she likes to give a look. Now she seems to be quiet and shy. Until she started talking about her passion. All right. We're going to let her do her thing. Tierra, tell them a little bit. Now, she did go to Southern. (laughs) I'm going to go with that. She didn't go to Jackson State with the rest (laughs) of the family. (laughs) I went to Southern Miss, though. Yeah, she went to Southern Miss, not Southern University. She went to Southern Miss. Right, Southern Miss. All right, Tierra, tell them a little bit about yourself and all that kind of thing, and we're going to get into what you want to talk about. I am currently um, a graduate student in the counseling psychology program at Southern Illinois University in Carbondale. Um, I'm originally from Grenada, Mississippi, and I'm just very passionate about um, mental health care and eradicating the stigma around mental health, um, especially for minority communities. And my ultimate goal is to be able to provide more um, affordable, accessible, um, and more culturally competent mental health care for low-income um, racial and ethnic minority communities. So I'm really passionate about that. Good stuff. I appreciate you being that passionate because everybody don't know how serious this whole mental health thing is. I don't know why we like to kind of brush over that. Do you? What do you think the reason is that people don't take mental health as serious as they as we probably need to? Um, I think there are a few different things. I don't know. I think for, okay, well, before I start talking, let me make the disclaimer. So <laughs> I'm not a professional yet. I'm in training, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, the things that I'm going to say, these are my personal opinions, my personal experiences, and things of that nature. Um, but if I had to guess, I'll say part of the reason why people sometimes don't take mental health as seriously as they need to, um, it might be from a lack of knowledge. A lot of people don't. Uh, understand what mental health care is, what mental health is in general. Um, They don't understand, like, the severity, the signs and the symptoms, um, how it impacts people's lives. We don't have those conversations. Like, they don't teach this stuff um, in most uh, schools. Mm -hmm. They don't, um, we don't talk about it in a lot of communities. It's still very stigmatized. Um, And I must say, the only reason that I know, as much as I know about it, um, it's because I'm literally in this field. Like, I'm going to school to get trained on mm. this. Tierra, quick question for you. What what drew you to mental health? So, um, for me, just experiencing the things that I kind of grew up with in my community, um, it's a very personal cause for me. I've had my own 
um, challenges with mental health. And um, that's why I always tell people, like, you know, some people still don't believe that it's true. But this is not, I don't speak from, like, textbook knowledge. Like, I speak from things that I know, things that I have witnessed, things that I have experienced. Yes. Um, and just growing up um, surrounding in my community, in my hometown, and, like, surrounding areas, especially in Mississippi, um, with the uh, health disparities that exist in Mississippi, just seeing so many people around me uh, struggling and, you know, not really knowing, you know, what it was. Mm-hmm. Because mental health is, is different from physical health. It's connected to physical health, but it's not the same. Right. Um, and, you know, seeing people struggling with things that nobody, you know, could really put a name on. Nobody really knew how to address it. It was something that people didn't really like to talk about. Like I said, very stigmatized. Right. And, you know, just looking at that growing up and, like, I wanted to I wanted to know more about it. I wanted to be able to gain the knowledge and the skills and the resources to be able to help people like the people that I witnessed growing up. And when I went to college... And I um, discovered what psychology was, and I discovered, you know, that mental health is indeed real. Mm -hmm. And you have to do more than just pray it away. You know, I I believe in prayer and the power of prayer, but I also know that prayer without works, you know, it doesn't get it. And so going to college and being able to learn more about the specifics of, like, mental health and mental health care and the fact that there are resources, like a plethora of resources out there to help people. I want to be able to take the knowledge that I gain and give it to people who, you know, might not have a chance to have that knowledge and have those resources. So, so let me ask you this. How, how do you think mental health impacts the, uh, as far as students and, and right now being people can't go back to, to, uh, to school or classes like they used to, even in college and on your level, how do you think it's impacted them? Um, okay, so there are whew, there are a lot of different impacts. Um, well, one let me let me make the distinction between mental health in general and mental illness. So when I'm referring to mental health, I'm talking about like psychological, emotional, and like social well being. Mm-hmm. It affects all of us. It affects our thoughts, our feelings, our behaviors, the way we interact with other people, the choices that we make, and how we handle stress. Um, it affects it affects everyone at different stages of our lives, right? But you have to distinguish between having poor mental health and, you know, mental illness because we all uh, sometimes have poor mental health depending on the different things that we experience in our life. You know, we have fluctuating life experiences. We have stress and anxiety. We get overwhelmed at times. At times, you know, things like that happen. But when I'm talking about mental illness, when we say mental illness, that's a diagnosable mental health condition, you know, and and that typically causes, like, distress and impairment, so it really hinders a person's daily life functioning. Um, So I just wanted to make that clarification. But I think there are a lot of uh, different uh, implications of mental health um, for everybody, but particularly for uh, students um, in K-12 but college alike. um, So, you know... In the midst of a pandemic, like everything, our whole world has changed, basically. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, before the pandemic, you already have people, you know, with, with certain daily life stresses, people with uh, pre-existing, like, uh, physical health concerns, mental health concerns, financial concerns, um, so on and so forth. But now you have to combine all of those mm-hmm. with the unique stresses that come from a pandemic and it's just a lot it's overwhelming so there's a lot of anxiety a lot of uncertainty right now 
a lot of fear. You know, people are afraid to get sick, right. afraid to transfer the virus. Um, they're afraid, you know, for their loved ones and things of that nature. You know, and so and for people who have, like, pre-existing um, health concerns and, and health conditions, like, maybe the, the circumstances of the pandemic could possibly exacerbate the concerns that they already have, right. you know. Right. Um, and then you have to factor in uh, everything that's been going on, you know, the unjust things that have been happening to um, our community, the black community. Right. Um, in addition to the pandemic and everything else that's been going on, you know, we have the, the pervasive pandemic of racism and oppression that we um, have been dealing with for hundreds of years. And so right. piling all of that on, Right. Um, and considering the fact that the uh, pandemic, you know, it, it disproportionately affects um, yeah. minorities right. and low-income people. Like, when you think of all of that, um, and then you're talking about students going back to college. So, I mean, it's just a lot. So yeah. the spring <laughs> semester, when things, uh, you know, first hit the United States, like, everything ended abruptly. Like, we didn't really know what to do. And so there was a lot of fear and anxiety and confusion, you know, people trying to figure out, you know, um, housing for people who had to, like, move off campus. Like, you know, they had to figure out housing, like, food, financial concerns. And now with students coming back to campus, um, a lot of students might be unsure about whether they're returning in the first place. Mm -hmm. wow. That's for college, you know, right. because financial concerns, mm -hmm. safety concerns. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty still because everything is changing um, every day, it's hard to have a solidified structure of right. this is how the semester is going to look. Um, and that's for K-12 and college, you know, there's just a lot of uncertainty. And so some students don't even know, like, yet if their classes are going to be in person, mm. if they're going to be hybrid classes, um, online classes. I think um, a lot of people are pushing for online classes. But right. those have their own challenges because when you're talking about students who don't have um, the Computer. technological resources, mm -hmm. you know, like what do you do for those students? Mm -hmm. um, and then like online classes, they have their own challenges because it's, it's sometimes it might be harder to, to motivate yourself and to kind of stick to that schedule like when you're not going to campus every day um, and things of that nature. And so in the midst of all of the things that I had previously mentioned, you know, the responsibilities of being a student, like, they're still rolling. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. the assignments are still due. Yep. The paper's due at 11.59. You know, <laughs> school in itself is just mentally still going. taxing. So, so let me ask you this. On a, on a uh, well, two things I want you to do. <clears throat> I want you to tell us two or three little things that you think would be helpful that you may do to get, to kind of shake the what's not norm anymore type thing. Like, something that you would suggest that maybe the students could look into doing to feel better or to get some type of sense of normalcy or, or, or other than just being down a lot. And then I want you to tell us how you feel about your sorrow being vice president. <laughs> <laughs> Say okay. the best for last. Right? <laughs> Say the best for last. <laughs> I'll, I'll answer the second question first. So, okay. you know, I, I respect um, all people. I don't have an opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, right now because I need to do more research um, because I don't just, um, I guess, make evaluations and things based on, you know, like, face value and, like, because she's my soror. Mm -hmm. You know, I love the fact that black women, um, you know, are having this opportunity. It's an opportunity that we've never had. It, it's um, 
it's been, you know, long awaited and it's been much needed in black women. You know, we're constantly breaking down barriers and contributing um, very significantly significantly to the structure of this country right. um but i don't have a particular statement at this time because like i said i like to do my research and be well informed and i haven't done enough research yet but i'm going to okay all right, all right. sound like such a presidential person <laughs> <laughs> trying not to but, that was good okay give us them little, them little nuggets of what you think they should what people should do to kind of feel better about just living life as as it is Look, I got 10 quick tips for you. Okay, we got them. What you got? So, um, people need to really engage in self-care, right? And so self-care is, you know, just something, a hashtag that we see all over social media, but sometimes we don't really understand what it is. So when I say self-care, I'm really talking about deliberate actions that really promote your overall health and well-being. Um, and this is not even just mental health, it's physical health, your spiritual health, emotional health, financial health, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to really love yourself unconditionally. You have to be compassionate with yourself during these times, um, non-judgmental, and you have to intentionally pour into yourself because there is just so much going on right now. Right. And that's the, that, that really, like, it's so vital. It's not even an option anymore. Self-care is not an option. Like, it's required at this point. Right. And so here are 10 quick tips. So one, you need to be honest with yourself. So, you know, people ask you know us all the time, like, how are you feeling? And sometimes we just say, oh, I'm okay. You know, because you don't want to talk about, you don't want to really talk about it. You don't want to dwell on it. But you need to be honest with yourself mm-hmm. and really take the time to assess yourself and, and ask yourself, like, how am I feeling? And ask yourself, what can you handle? Because people have tried to, you know, just push on and barrel on mm-hmm. um, with their daily life responsibilities. Um, and, you know, there's just so much going on. Sometimes you have to take a break and step back and say, look, I can't handle this right now. It's mm-hmm. too much. <laughs> so number two is know your limits. You got to know that it's okay sometimes to say no and protect your energy and protect your peace. Yeah. Number three, take a break and breathe, you know. <laughs> uh, I love to meditate. I pray. Um, and, again, acknowledge those feelings. Number four, unplug. Because, you know, you need to stay accurately informed about what's going on with COVID-19. But you should really try to limit that content. Like, you shouldn't be on it every day, all day, because that becomes overwhelming. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Number five, be intentional. So you really need to make time for yourself and the things that you enjoy. Like, schedule that into your day. It's important. Number six, connect with other people. So you really need to have that social support, FaceTime, Zoom, call, whatever you need to do. Call your loved ones Mm -hmm. and um, seek appropriate help and other resources. There are a lot of different resources out here, mental health, physical health, and beyond. You know, community resources, telehealth is a big thing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, That's important. Number seven, reach out. So reach out to your loved ones and check on them. But also for college students out there, reach out to your instructors as the school year is starting and just be transparent about the challenges that may, you know, that may hinder your performance in their classes. Just be honest with them. Mm-hmm. Um, number eight, find that school life balance or their work-life balance. That's very important. <laughs> um, number nine, positive self-talk and affirmations. You got to wake up every day and tell yourself, it's going to be a great day. I'm worth right. it. I'm capable, you know? like that one. And then... Last but not least, take care of your essentials. So make sure you're getting an adequate amount of sleep, 
having those good eating habits, hygiene, exercise, and socializing. You know, keep that, that uh, social support going. And so those would be the, the 10 tips that I would have. <laughs> during awesome, awesome. You did a great job. Thank you so very much. We really appreciate you calling. And Ms. Watson. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. You know, they don't get a chance to get the uh, get a chance to experience the fact that I can just tear is always like bubbly smiling. You just see it just gonna make you smile. It's like I can sense that energy. You just keep saying make you make you want to smile, right? Yeah. All right, Tiara. Thank you so very much. I'm sure we would discuss this at the next family gathering. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day. You too. Uh, Be blessed. All right, y'all. That was um, look. Yeah, so we're gonna take my my engineers just really doing a lot, doing the most right now. <laughs> so, but anyway, this is Alvin and Edmund on the real eleven hundred. We'll be right back. Y'all, welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. Every time I hear this song, it makes me think about family reunion. Family reunion? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we play all these kind of old school songs and everything. 
Uh, and then that the song I like, Family Reunion, we're going to play that one, dedicate that to Erica. She loves family. Uh, um, yeah, so we're going to do that before we ease on out of here. Uh, but yeah, man, you get them t- did you get those 10 tips? I did. I did. A lot of them, yeah. Some good information she provided. Yeah, I like my favorite. Well, I like them all, but I think my favorite one is self-care. A lot of people don't do that whole self-care thing. I agree, yeah. You know, definitely. I was wondering how many people, so, you know, now that we're working from home and a lot of people just get so used to being home, they just get up and don't put on nothing nice no more. They just get complacent with the same thing over and over and mm-hmm. you don't do nothing. So, but anyway, I think we only got two minutes. This song that we're going to end here on, uh, I want to dedicate this song to my family and to, of course, Tierra's my family as well. Uh, the whole Watson and Terry clan just dedicating this song to the family because we didn't get a chance to have my family reunion this year. And our family is usually like 100 strong or more at a family really? reunion. All oh, that yeah, cooking we, and grilling and talking. And and everything. Oh, just man. a whole bunch of stuff. And, I, and you know my brother listens all the time. Okay. So he's probably listening now. So I'm dedicating this song because Tierra called in and was wanting to share her love and affection for people. Yeah. So we're going to close out with this song and we'll be right back I mean we'll be back tomorrow tomorrow this is Alvin <laughs> and Edmund on the real 1100 for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.